0: You're not watching television right now, are you? Mm, Hopefully not, because you're driving, and this is Stay Awake While Driving, but we are going to talk about TV shows of our childhood. That's a trivia, five-word challenge, so much more, but you know how I feel about introductions. I don't even need to say it. Let's just get started. The five-word challenge today, one of the words I'm terrible at pronouncing, so good luck. All right, these five words have something to do with each other. Uh, something in common, and the point, the goal is for you to memorize them by the end of the episode and then say them back to me. So we will begin with cervical, cervical. The next word is thoracic, thoracic. The third word is lumbar, lumbar. Number four is sacral, S-A-C-R-A-L, sacral, and then number five is the one I always have trouble saying, coccyx, coccyx. Okay, it's C-O-C-C-Y-X. So we have cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and coccix. I'm thinking you probably know what they have in common, so hopefully that last, my terrible pronunciation is not a detriment to you, remembering these five words. Okay, memorize those, and by the end of the episode, you're going to say them back to me, a point for each that you get correct, and then, you know, the drill. If you know what they have in common, you get a bonus point. Let's do some trivia. This item was invented in 1974 as a model to teach 3D problems. However, it became one of the best-selling toys of all time. The Rubik's Cube. President LBJ signed a law that added two words to the name of this museum, which was established in 1946 and was D.C.'s most popular museum. Think about the timing of this. What is the National Air and Space Museum? Speaking of the Smithsonian... The Smithsonian has one of this man's Yamaha keyboards, which was marked with Braille stickers. Ray Charles. And speaking of pianos, the piano on which Dooley Wilson played the standard in Casablanca was a Warner Brothers prop, actually, and it only had 58 keys. What was he playing on that instrument? Answer is, as time goes by, of course. Martin Luther King Jr. attended this college in Atlanta. Morehouse College. From Latin for the word one, O-N-E, it describes something that's one of a kind. This is a little tougher. It's got to come to you. Did you think of unique objects of attention and scrutiny in this suspenseful film include a digging dog, a scantily clad dancer, and a possible murderer? What movie? The answer is Rear Window with Jimmy Stewart. Louisette Bertoli and Simone Beck shared credit with whom on the book Mastering the Art of French Cooking. My hero, Julia Child. They are co-authors on that original volume of French Cooking with her. And finally, what is it usually called when two couples go out together for dinner in a movie? It's an alliterative response. It's a double date. And that is trivia. We did this in a couple episodes. It's the really short synopsis of a novel or classic sort of a thing. And I give you the line and then you tell me what the classic is. And this is very much inspired by... John Atkinson's Wrong Hands, if you ever go to wronghands1.com. Great website. And he also has a book out called Abridged Classics. And these short encapsulations of these classics are accompanied with really cute illustrations. So you should definitely look it up. So for example, I'm going to say, Man versus Whale. Whale Wins. And I think I used a similar one to that in another episode, but that would be Moby Dick. How about this one? Hero kills monster, blah, blah, blah. Dragon kills hero. Did you have to read that one ever, Beowulf? Orphan wants more. He doesn't get it. Oh, wait, yes, he does. That would be Oliver Twist. Man sits outside for two years and nothing happens. Walden, on Walden's Pond. This one's a bit tougher. If looks could kill, they probably will. The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Kids Don't Understand Racism. Adults Don't Either. By Harper Lee to Kill a Mockingbird. Good job. Give yourself a point for each of those you got correct. Let's review the five-word challenge today, and you can say them better than I can, I'm sure. We have cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and coccyx. Did I get it right that time? Memorize them, and we'll come back to them one more time at the end of the episode. Today for a chat, let's talk about television shows. And because television shows today can be anything, any format, with streaming and everything, loosey-goosey on the definition of what a TV show is, but name a TV show of your childhood, one that you have memories associated with, watching episodes of. Mm, Terrible grammar, but you know what I mean. So say that it was Sesame Street, for example. Okay, fine. Tell me it's Sesame Street, but then tell me... Tell me maybe some of the little clips, the little scenes that you remember. I remember the typewriter. That's how old I am. They were showing typewriters on Sesame Street. But the little typewriter comes across, and I think he's like, Noony, 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 and then he types out a letter. Brought to you by the letter E or whatever. Anyway, tell me those clips that you remember from Sesame Street. Uh, Maybe, you know, like, where were you when you watched this? sitting on the floor in your living room at home? Did you always go to somebody else's house? I know a group of gals who watch Outlander together. They would wait until the episodes would drop and then they would get together at one of their houses and have dinner together and then ooh and ah over the guy who takes his shirt off a lot. I don't know that show, but anyway. You know, something like that. So if you have some sort of ritual where you get together with people maybe even at a different location to watch a show, you always made a point of it. Uh, For example, call the midwife on PBS on Sundays. I sit down with my mother and we watch it together. That sort of thing. Okay, so tell me all of that surrounding it. And then if you have anything that's like a bigger scope of like, oh, this reminds me of stuff from my childhood because it was the 1980s. I remember then that decade where I wore weird corduroy pants or whatever. I do you know, tell me more about it. Just just let your mind wander. And you could do a few different shows because that, of course, gets you further down the road. And if you need some inspiration on my end, besides my little input here about Sesame Street, I hmm, what show should I use? I have a few to choose from, but I will start my memory in just a moment. If you want to put me on pause and tell me yours first, do that now. Otherwise, I think I am the show that I am going to choose for today would be Little House on the Prairie. If you're of a certain age, they ran Little House on the Prairie in the afternoons as reruns. And that was the time I was in grade school. And I would get home and I would watch an episode of Little House on the Prairie. And I was a girl of the age of Laura at the time that I was watching it. This is how my memory goes, at least. And so, of course, I identified with her character most. And I think a lot of people did because that's kind of, well, you know, that's the perspective that the the show and the books are from. I just remember it being like must-see TV. You know, you like made a point of getting home home Sitting down and watching that, and watching the credits and the girls running down the grassy hill and humming along with the theme song, and then the various episodes, and just remembering really hating Mrs. Olson and Nellie. But then there are episodes later on when, you know, Nellie has her redemption. But that time, that episode where she pretended to be paralyzed oh my gosh. Yeah, and then Laura finds out because she sees her what like dancing or something through the window, and so then she pushes her down the hill and Harriet's yelling and all that. It was it was like hanging out with town members. I grew up in a very small town, so it kind of was like Walnut Grove where everybody knew each other. Now here's the deal: on the reruns, they never showed the final final episode. This is how I remember it. If they did show it, I continuously missed it. They would run the whole series from the very beginning when Laura's little tiny and then all the way through, you know, she grows up basically, and then the final episode happens. So I we would be getting closer and closer to the end of the series. I knew it was and then bam, the next week they'd be back to the very beginning again and I had missed The final episode. I think on reruns they didn't want to show the final episode because it's so final with the blowing up of Walnut Grove. I was so angry that I never got to see that final episode. So for Christmas, many, many years later, my mother bought me the box set of the final season of Little House on the Prairie. And I watched that episode. And you know what? It's horrible. It's horrible. It's so final. I was sorry I had seen it. I was... All of a sudden, instantly grateful to whoever was deciding which episodes to rerun on reruns to never show that episode. But if you watch that show, can't you just take a few minutes and think back of just all the characters, Dr. Baker, um, you know, they just keep rolling back into my mind now as I'm talking about it. Uh, Who was the guy, Mr. Edwards, and then that episode where he let the dog lick the plate off to clean it when he was babysitting the Ingalls, and... The Olsons, and then poor Mr. Olson dealing with Harriet. Oh, Miss Beetle. Okay, enough. Enough of my story. You tell me yours if you haven't told it to me already. And again, if you have a few, tell me a few stories. I'm thinking about—now I'm thinking about uh, watching— reruns of the original Star Trek series as a family. And actually, Star Trek The Next Generation was on when I was a kid. I'm telling my age here big time. And I remember that was like must-see TV for... Anyway, anyway, enough about me. You tell me your stories of television shows that really have something to do with, preferably your childhood memories, but not necessarily. All righty, ready, set, go. Let's reveal and review the five-word challenge today. You are going to tell me what the words are right now. And hopefully you don't have problems with this part of your anatomy, because especially while you're driving, if you have problems with this part of yourself, it can be really painful to sit in a vehicle. Anyway, the words are, did you get them? Cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and coccyx. And do you know what they all have in common? their vertebrae sections in the spinal column if you had any something like along those lines give yourself a bonus point that's it for today as i record this episode i might not get it up before the actual new year's eve but it's just about new year's eve time so it's kind of one of those ponder your life and think about resolutions do you do that i used to Eh, mostly it just makes me depressed. So maybe we won't do that in an upcoming episode of Stay Awake While Driving. But if you think some of that will give you more miles down the road to stay awake, by all means, go for it. Even if it's July when you're listening to this. Why do we have to make resolutions only in January? I don't know. Any hoodles, I'm going to leave you here for now. This is the end of this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. Please visit my website at stayawakewhiledriving.com. And while you're driving, 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 driving today, you please, please be safe, be careful, and take care.